Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing program services and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we're talking with Jessica Mosier, foster care and adoption specialist with the Department of Family Services. Our conversation today is about foster care and adoption, a timely topic since November is Adoption Awareness Month. There's also an annual adoption awareness event on Friday, November 15th that we want to publicize. So, Jessica, thanks for being here with us on The County Conversation. Thanks for having me. And I know you told me how you pronounce your last name. Did I get it right or even close? No, you did really good, okay. Jessica Moser. All right. I'll just say Jessica from now on so <laughs> we got that out of the way. So we're going to talk about foster care and adoption. Um, what's the difference? So foster care um, does not necessarily always lead to adoption um, in okay. the sense that the primary purpose of foster care is to reunify children with their families, not to get to the adoption process. That's what we um, at times have to move to, but it's mm. not our first goal. Okay. So foster care is more of a, it's ideally a temporary Fixed. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Okay. What What is foster care? I mean, we we say it's temporary, but what is it? What is it? Kind of some of the. So foster care is designed um, to be a temporary uh, program for children who need to be in a safe and stable environment, hmm. um, with the intent of returning that child home to their parents. So it's a time when we can provide services to the family and to the child um, to help resolve whatever the issue is that initially brought the child into care. Um, with, I'm sorry to interrupt you. What are some of those issues? That, that would could cause a child to go into foster care? Um, so it, it really varies. Um, it's primarily focused on safety. Um, so things mm-hmm. like it's, are the children properly supervised? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are the, is the family or primary caretaker um, able to manage those child's needs in a safe and appropriate way? Um, things along those lines. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not always a cut and dry situation. Okay. But, um, the the primary concern the primary concern is that a child is safe, so that's why they come into foster care. Okay, is there an age range here that we're talking about? Is... Um, zero to twenty one. Really? Yes. Okay. Until yeah. you're legally an adult, I guess. Yes, in many ways, and um, we have a program called Fostering Futures for our children between eighteen and twenty one. So even mm. as they're transitioning into adulthood, we can okay. continue to provide them services. All right, interesting. Well, I think on the uh, website I found. Um, between October 1st, 2018 and October 1st, 2019, so I guess we're talking about like the most most recent year, mm-hmm. um, and this was an adoption statistic, 17 adoptions finalized in Fairfax County, mm-hmm. 31%, 10 and older, 69% of children, 9 and, and younger. Mm-hmm. So at least from that, 70% to 30% were for the nine and younger. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a similar statistic when we're talking about foster care numbers, kids in foster care that traditionally are more on the younger side? So we actually, when it comes to foster care, it's a little bit different. Um, we primarily have kids who are school age, um, sibling sets, teens. Um, that's where a lot of our need is for um, foster families is to meet that age range. We do have babies. Hmm. We do have under five, absolutely. Um, but primarily our children are school age and up within foster care. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that there is a need for foster care parents or do 
do these kids that go into foster care – well, uh, let's take that st- a step back. Mm-hmm. Kids that go into foster care, where do they go? Sure. <laughs> so our first um, – our first job is to put the child um, in a what we call foster home or resource home. Okay. Um, so that is certified foster parents um, who have been approved either oh, by the okay. county or by a private organization. And we try first and foremost to always just keep a child in a home. Um, so we are always looking for um, resource parents to so that we have more options for the kids who are coming into care. Resource parents is that kind yeah it. Resource parents, foster parents, the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just a, 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 a different an yeah, industry word or yeah. Term, <laughs> term. Yeah. So anytime someone goes, a child goes into foster care, it's not like to an institutional home or a group home or no. that type setting. It's a. That's very rare if we have to do that. It's okay. almost always within a home. Okay. All right. So, what makes a good foster care or resource parent? What What makes someone a good foster care parent? I think there's a lot of um, myths around what is mm. needed to be a foster parent. Okay. Um, in reality, I, we need loving homes with people who um, are willing to stick with these kids through whatever life throws at them. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to be um, a perfect parent by any means, um, but we we just are looking for people who are committed, who are loving, who can understand um, and be flexible with children who have experienced trauma, um, mm-hmm. who have... Um, their own set of unique needs and um, people who are just willing to give their time and energy towards this this effort for these kids to, mm-hmm. to give them a safe and stable home. I'm assuming there's no, you know, set time limit. You know, it's not, well, you know, little Johnny's going to go to your home and mm-hmm. you're going to be, he's going to be there with you for three months. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's a fluid situation or? Yeah, we don't always know exactly um, how the timeline is going to go, although traditionally um, it's around 10 to 12 months. Oh, if, wow. you, if, you were, if you were to receive a child from when they first entered foster care to say when we try and um, reunify them with their family, okay. typically around 10 to 12 months. Okay. Mm-hmm. My first reaction was that's longer than I thought, but then mm-hmm. my second reaction, well, that's pretty efficient. Mm-hmm. You're you're trying to get them back mm-hmm. home yeah. where they belong. So yeah, I mean, the, the things going on there that we just don't understand. You sure, know, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, typically they're coming from you know complex home situations. So that takes a while to to sort out and make sure everything is um, safe and stable for the child to return mm-hmm. home. Can can single parents be foster parents? Absolutely. Okay. Single parents, um, you have to be over eighteen. Mm. Um, your marital status does not matter. Okay. Um, you know, you don't have to be Bill Gates. <laughs> you can, as long as you have a you know a steady income and are able to meet your needs. Um, yeah, we you know we are open to lots of different family structures and styles. Right. So, what are the requirements then? If you don't if you don't have to be rich, you don't have to be you know you have to yeah. be over eighteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Really, you have to be over eighteen. And um, like I said, you have to at least you know be financially stable in the sense to be able to to meet your needs. That doesn't necessarily mean have to have a job, but it could, I mean, you could be independently wealthy, I'm assuming. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Um, Just as long as, you know, you can can prove. Exactly. Um, And so over 18 income, um, like I said, any marital status is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Any, um, 
family structure is right. is right. fine. Um, we do, you know, if you go through our county, we certify within Fairfax County, but there's private organizations that will certify families in any of the surrounding areas. Mm, okay. um, we call those therapeutic foster care agencies. Mm. Um, so if you're interested in foster care but don't happen to reside in Fairfax County, you can mm-hmm. either contact the county that you do reside in or one of these private organizations. If you just Google therapeutic foster care agencies, you'll find them really easily. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, and, and you have to you do have to go through a background check, mm-hmm. um, things like that, just to, to make sure there's um, nothing concerning there. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean there is, and you have to complete training classes oh, okay. and um, have a home study completed where they come and oh, just make okay. sure the home is safe um, for the children and have you know bedrooms and right. basic needs met and all of that. Well, I, I again I'm doing a lot of assuming on this episode, but I'm <laughs> assuming there are certain things you want the parent foster parent to do and certain things you want the foster parent not to do so i guess the the training is helpful but mm-hmm. being a parent is being a parent mm-hmm. especially if you already have children that Absolutely. you've, you've mm-hmm. been through so what if uh there is a family or a single parent that doesn't have children is that more difficult being a foster parent? You know, it really depends on the individual because mm. some people can hit the ground running and, you know, they it's a very natural transition and they do wonderfully. And some some need more coaching and help, but that's why we're here. Oh, okay. That's why we have social workers who are part of their team to kind right. of help coach them. And that's why we provide continual training, um, foster parent support groups, all sorts of resources to help with that adjustment. Because mm. it can be a shock if you're going right. from no kids right. to, um, to foster but lots of people handle it very well and our job is to make sure that you can do your job as a foster parent well so we make sure we give you the resources and support we're talking with jessica Mosier. get that right Mm -hmm. okay foster care and adoption specialist with fairfax county's department of family services uh, about foster care and adoption Uh, november is um, adoption awareness month um I wanted to ask you, foster care and adoption specialist, that's the title. Mm-hmm. What, what exactly do you do? Do you get to work hands-on with, with parents and kids? Yeah. So I myself work within a unit of um, Department of Family Services that focuses on adoption. Um, any child who has um, gotten to the point where the parental rights have been terminated and that child is legally free for adoption. Mm. Um, so that's my specific kind of niche. Um, but what we do is we work work with the child and with the family um, to find what we call permanency or their mm-hmm. forever home. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we do identify that family or that home, then we work them through, you know, the legal process of mm-hmm. adoption. Mm-hmm. Is there here, and then you can probably only speak to Fairfax County, but mm-hmm. is it uh, a, a lot of um, transition f- when necessary mm-hmm. from that foster care parent to them becoming a, a permanent home? Or is it, uh, do you see a lot of the, when that situation has to happen, that the foster um, family situation is then broken up and the kid goes to their forever home kind of thing? You know, it just kind of depends, I'm sure. But It, it really depends. But often um, if the foster parent was working with that child while that child was, before adoption came into the picture, right. um, they're if the child is happy and the family is happy, then they're, they'll be one of the first people we consider for adoption. Mm, okay. So often a child will transition from a foster care placement into an adoption placement if that's where the case ends up going. Okay. But to become a foster parent, you don't have to 
be willing to go that adoption route? No, no. We have families who come in who, um, you know, just want to do foster care. We do dual certify all of our Fairfax County families. And what does so that, mean? that means that they are certified and approved to both foster and adopt because oh, they're okay. two separate certifications. Oh, so when we, in Fairfax County, when we bring a family in, we certify them for both so that we don't have to redo mm, paperwork right, or, or right. let that be a barrier towards adoption. That doesn't mean that you have to adopt. It doesn't mean that you have to be adoption-minded. Gotcha. It just um, allows us to keep that door Got open. Got that step out of the way already, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, how long does the process take to become foster care slash adoption family certified? Mm-hmm. I mean, is it like, you know, my spouse and I have been talking about it for, you know, three or four months, and we finally think we're ready to do it, and now we've got to wait for a year to go through this process? I mean, what what, what, is, it, what is it like? <laughs> no, it's not that long. Um, so typically, we have you start with coming to an interest meeting, which we oh. offer every second Monday of the month, oh, okay. um, and that is open to the public just to come and get the basics, to learn about what it's really going to look like, to get your questions answered. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're interested in moving forward, we'll, go, we'll take you through about a two-month training course, and at the same time, we'll work on your home study. And and we have to do background checks and some things like that that do right, take a little right. bit of time. But typically, it's, I would say, four to five months to be certified, um, just depending on how fast things come back, possibly yeah. sooner. Right. Um, it just, you know, well, there's again, a process. Yeah. But it's not, it's not a year. It's not. Right. Well, again, <laughs> not if you're looking long. to provide a safe and stable environment, there are certain, you know, I's you got to dot and yes. T's you got to cross, like exactly. you said, background checks and, yes. and those kind of things. The, the family, uh, the home Study. Study. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say inspection. That's, that's, that's <laughs> if you're going to sell your house. The, the home study, what, is, what does that involve? Just kind of making sure there's adequate space or, I mean. Yeah, so the you'll be, you be, get paired with a social worker um, whose job is to write the home study and they will, yes, come and see your home. Um, that's absolutely part of it just to make sure it's safe. You have the bedrooms you need, mm-hmm. um, kind of that standard stuff. But also um, they'll talk to you about, you know, what are your motivations for adopting? What are your interests? Um, as far as what age or needs do you think you can manage for a child. Um, it's really a conversation about who you are and how you think you can best um, meet the needs of the kids coming into care. Mm-hmm. So we'll, um, you know, ask questions about your parenting style, um, you know, your own history, what your family dynamics are. If you have kids, we'll talk to your kids and see how do you guys feel about the idea mm, right. of, of fostering. Um, so it, but it's a really comfortable process. Our, our our job is not to interrogate you or anything like that. It's really just to make um, sure we know who you are and understand what your interests are um, and what your skills are so that we can best pair you with a a child who would work in your home. Right. Um, Transitioning a little bit to the adoption side, um, when we're talking about time length or process Mm -hmm. or whatever, similar kind of time frames for getting approved? Well, you mentioned it's a dual mm-hmm. certification, but mm-hmm. I'm assuming the adoption process of adopting a child is is lengthier, takes more time than, than getting a foster <laughs> child. Yeah. So how it typically works is that um, we have to have a child in your home for six months before mm. we can start the adoption process. So okay. that's kind of the baseline. Now, many families who, you know, have fostered a child, that time counts towards that six months. So, um, you know, if you've been fostering a child for nine months, then you've already reached the minimum and we can mm. move forward. Um, but once we hit that six-month mark, then we start the paperwork side of things. Um, mm. And that can typically take about four to six months. Mm. Okay. Sometimes longer, sometimes shorter. Right. It just depends on the exact situation. Okay. 
Okay. About how many foster cares and adoptions in Fairfax County are we talking about? Do you have any numbers on a you know, air quote, average year, typical year? Yeah, every year varies a little bit, of course. Um, but typically around 20 to 30 adoptions a year happen mm. in Fairfax County. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, when we're talking about foster care and adoption, and again, um, no, um, November is uh, Adoption Awareness Month, um, November, what, 15th? Friday, November 15th? Friday, November 15th. There's a special event. And again, uh, just want to Remind our listeners, if you're listening on Saturday, November 16th, well, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be another annual yeah. event next year in 2020 year. or 2021, whatever, whenever you're hearing this. But let's talk about the Friday, November 15th, 2019 event. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys have planned and, and why are you doing it, I guess? Yeah, so we um, we do this event every year just as a way to honor our adoptive families. Mm. Um, we invite them and, you know, it's a, it's a time to really reflect on um, – the work that they've done in this adoption world. Also a time for us to invite the community to come and learn about adoption and what the process looks like, get their, their get their questions answered, and just to celebrate families. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. We have a face painter and caricature artist, and we'll do photos, and um, we are having uh, Miss um, Cordelia, I'm so sorry. I just Miss Cordelia Cranshaw come. She's Miss DC, and oh, okay. um, so she's speaking at our event. Um, and then we're having um, dance teams, um, lots of performers. We have a DJ, and um, there'll be food there. And um, so just lots of it's it's really meant to be a um, like open a party, door, yeah. fun, exactly, um, celebratory time. Um, but there'll also be lots of information there. Our entire staff will be there. If anyone has questions, um, it's from six thirty to. 8.30 um, at P- the government PM. center. PM. PM. 6.30 PM to 8.30 PM okay. um, at the main government center. And it's going to be a great time. And, you know, it's open door, whoever would like to come. All right. And do you find a lot of uh, the foster parents and adoptive parents and families that have been through the program come, yeah. come to the event? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of families there um, who have adopted or in the process. We actually during the event, we'll be doing an adoption ceremony. Really? So, which cool. is finalizing an adoption with a family. So, we're really excited yeah. about that. It's always great to kind of see it firsthand. Right. Um, so, there'll be lots of people around who know adoption, are familiar with it, mm. um, and love to talk about it. Right. So, it's a great time to come and kind of meet that community. Yeah. Somebody listening right now, uh, kind of a two part question here. What would you tell them to have them consider becoming a foster parent? Hmm. And then the second part of that is to become an adoptive parent. Hmm. What would you tell them? I would say um, to if you're if that's something you're interested in, if you're interested in becoming a foster parent or an adoptive parent, um, make the effort to get the information because mm-hmm. there's a lot of myths and misconceptions about foster care and mm-hmm. adoption, mm-hmm. and so. Even just asking the questions can help give you a lot of clarity right. on if this is something that you want to pursue with your family. Um, I think a lot of people think, oh, that's too hard for me. I couldn't possibly do that. But there's so um, there's so much reward that comes out of doing this kind of work that we, we want to talk with you. We want to have a conversation about it so that we can kind of help answer those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't feel that pressure of, oh, I have to be this outstanding parent to manage these <laughs> children. Because if that was the standard, you know, we, we 
we are here to help and we create a team around you to help you do this. You're right. not alone in the process. Right. Um, and a lot of it is very natural parenting. These are kids. They're At the end of the day, they're just right. kids. And so um, we just encourage people to ask questions. Mm-hmm. As far as the difference between a foster parent and an adoptive, adoptive parent, um, what we say is, you know, we are first and foremost a foster care agency and our job is to return children home. Mm-hmm. So we don't typically encourage you to get into foster care with the sole intent of adoption because that is not where most of our cases go. Most of them, we are returning children home to their families. So you do want to be comfortable with that idea that your role in this child's life might be temporary, mm. but the impact is long term. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something we, we tell people to consider. Um, and like we said, you don't have to want to adopt to be a foster parent, um, right. but we always keep that door open. Right. What happens in that foster care situation when the child returns back home? Is is contact then terminated with that foster parent? Is there contact can continue allowed? I mean, or is it situation dependent? You know, it's really depending on what the foster family wants and what the mm. biological family wants. Gotcha. Um, but often, yeah, we have a lot of foster parents that stay involved in these kids' lives mm. because they've been a positive influence with them and right. they've been able to form a relationship. So if all parties are comfortable, you know, that that, that does happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you, you talked about a minute ago something about uh, adoptive parents don't have to be perfect or whatever, and thank goodness, because otherwise I wouldn't be a parent because both of my chi- children are adopted. Oh, I, wow. You know, and I don't ever go around saying, my, you know, here's my adopted kids. They're, right. They're my kids. Exactly. So interesting. Um, final thought. How can – well, final thought I'll get to in a minute, but how can folks get more information? How can they – you know, find out more about the the annual event. How can they find out about becoming a foster parent? How can they, you know, find out about adoption? Is there a telephone number, website? Where 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 do you want to send them? There's a lot of different ways you can get connected. Um, you can always call um, our Department of Family Services, which is at seven zero three three two four seven six. Three, nine, and that'll connect you to our foster care and adoption unit, and we're always available. We literally have someone on the phone at all times who can answer any questions you have about adoption. Business hours, not 24-7. Business okay. hours, right. um, 830, or 8 to 430. Um, so you can, again, 703-324-7639, or you can get more information on our website, www.fairfaxcounty.gov, and search for foster care and adoption. We've got a page on there, and that'll give you some more information as well and have the phone numbers and all mm-hmm. All of that. Um, and then, like I mentioned before, we have informational meetings held every second Monday of the month that you can um, attend to get the basic information. And are those daytime, evening? Those are in the evening. Okay. Um, yeah, sta- after work standard, hours. Standard location, or are they? At the, at the government, at the main government center. Okay. Um, I believe. Um, it says on the website where, right. where it's located, and there's also an additional um, number that you can contact right. if you want more information. Okay. Um, and then regarding the adoption event, all of that information is also available online. Um, and like I said, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m., November 15th, 2019, at the Maine Government Center. All right. All right. Hope to see you there. Yeah. All right. Uh, now I'll, I'll, I'll say final thought, final word. <laughs> uh, again, anything – I haven't asked anything you want to stress or restress or restate. Just give you the, the final word here as we're talking about foster care and adoption. Absolutely. I would just say if this is something you have an interest in, um, to give us a call. Like let's let's have a conversation about it. Let us help answer your questions. Um, 
these the children in, in foster care are always in need of a loving and stable home. And um, if they do get to the point of adoption, it's a great opportunity to expand your family. And so we want to be available for you. That is our job to be here um, to answer questions and to help um, these kids find permanency and, and normalcy in life. Um, and I think that those that you talk to have experienced, who have experienced both foster care and adoption um, can tell you um, what an interesting and rewarding process it is. And mm-hmm. so um, anyone who has had that on their mind, has thought about it, is considering it, but has all these thoughts of, well, maybe it's not for me, maybe it's too hard, maybe it's too much, um, let's talk. Let's, let's see if it is. Um, or what your barriers might be or what right. your skills and strengths that you can bring to the table might be. Right. Um, yeah, so that would be my encouragement if okay. it's something you've even considered. All right. Call that number, 703-324-7639. As Jessica said, uh, they're, they're standing by waiting to talk to you. <laughs> Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, <laughs> 8 to 430. Right. 703-324-7639 or, again, as she said, fairfaxcounty.gov and just search foster care and adoption. Jessica, thanks for being with us on the County Conversation. Always a pleasure to, to learn more about this uh, topic here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, If you need to get more Fairfax County news and event information, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news or call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329 weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks for joining us on the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.